0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode six of Ship Happens. And today we got some very, very interesting topics to talk about. The first one is coming from Margot, which is getting back with my ex who has different timelines from me. And the other one is coming from myself. My name is Gabe. And the topic that I got is dating someone who identifies as bisexual or pansexual. So if you're curious as to what our two cents are, For these topics, stick around because we're just about to start. All right, here we go. Welcome to episode six of Ship Happens with Margo and Gabe. Now, Margo, since I did the first topic yesterday, I want you to go first today because this is a give and take. It's like that. Okay.
1: Okay. So go ahead, pick from your bowl.
0: Oh, here we go. Here we go.
1: Our first topic for episode six. (laughs) This is a long one. I want to get back with my ex. He seems interested too. But one of our issues before is we have different timelines for marriage and family what do i do Oh, wait so-, so this person wants to get back with the ex <laughs> yeah. and the ex seems interested but one of their issues was different timelines it sounds as if probably is the biggest one since it's the only one you yeah. mentioned um different timelines for marriage and family they're not sure what to do yeah
0: there's a lot of components there so x the reasons why they broke up so i I, i'm gonna assume and this is Mm -hmm. this is horrible because we always tell our clients never to assume
1: assume.
0: (laughs) but i'm gonna assume they broke up because of the different timelines that's my assumption Mm. right yeah
1: especially if they're gonna yeah yeah well let's for the sake of not being able to have too many details Mm -hmm. let's assume that is the case
0: all right so if that's the case then getting back with your ex won't change his timeline unless something happens. And it's funny because this morning when I had a client, she had told me that initially she didn't want to get married anymore. Um, She came out of a very toxic marriage
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: she decided to just go with the flow and just meet other people. But then she met this guy who she's now dating and they're working things out and it changed everything for her. And now she has Ooh. a timeline. Yeah. So, you know how she, she, she just told me that initially when she met this guy, she told him that, no, I don't want to get married. And I don't want to have, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want ha- to have a boyfriend, no marriage, no cohabitating, but after, interacting with this person her mind changed
1: mm-hmm.
0: so out for you who the person asking this question you have to see and ask your ex whether or not his mind has changed and why it has changed i think mm-hmm. that that's the most important thing because um coming from experience with my client she told me that the reason why she changed her mind was because she never expected to find somebody to be this, let her be, you know, she never expected somebody to connect with somebody at that level that she has connected Mm. with. Um, Mm -hmm. And that has changed her entire roadmap for herself. Um, So that's, I think that that's the kind of like the surface level for me. How about you, Margo?
1: Well, You're right. There, there are a lot of levels. I think finding out one, if their, their ex's perspective has changed, if Mm -hmm. their ex's timeline has changed. I think when you said why Mm is very important because it can't be, oh, because that's not your timeline, you know, because at the end of the day, when we do things specifically just for our ex and we don't have that purpose for it within us, um, you know, oftentimes we can convince ourselves um, it's something that we're okay with. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't become okay, Mm -hmm. a lot of resentment can build towards your ex. You know, if you decide to hop back into this and then, and they say, Hey, yeah, you know what? I, I'm, I have a better timeline, you know, after a year, when you're ready, we can make this happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're just like, Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? You know, and you think, okay, let's do this without really coming, um, to terms as to why, um, you know, then they could definitely use that against their relationship at some Right. like, well, you know what, I really just gave this another try because this is what you wanted for your timeline. You know, and exactly. then at that point, it's like, I, d- you do, you kind of want to steer away from possibilities that things won't work out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the best way again is communication. We talk about it all the <laughs> time. So the more you could find out, the more you could learn, um, it's, it's basically preparing yourself as much as you can. Right. And preparing your, your partner, your soon to be partner again, even, um, of what the possibilities, what could be a challenge that you face? You know, this is the challenge we faced in our relationship Uh before. Is it still going to be a challenge? Is it still going to be a hurdle? You know, and if it isn't, if it isn't, why, why is it not a hurdle? Are you doing it for me? Are you doing it for us? Do you truly believe that after maybe a year you're willing for yourself. And it's not something you're going to hold against me as if Mm -hmm. it was just because I wanted, I wanted it. Um, so I think it's really good that you, you share that not only finding out if the timeline has changed for them, but finding why the timeline has changed for them is important. Um, so there, because it, it definitely can build resentment. The other thing is, Mm -hmm. you know, if maybe you've decided that you're able to adjust your own timeline. Okay. Right. Cause that, right. That's a possibility too, that maybe to you, you've been thinking, okay, at this age, 30, right. I'm going to be married. I'm Uh going to have kids. Um, I I'm going to start having kids, but you know, you're, you're 29, Uh you know, and, and your ex or your boyfriend at the time said, okay, I need to put it, put this on pause because we have a time, you have a timeline and I don't have a timeline. And now they want to enter your life back. You have to ask yourself, okay, why did I have a timeline in the first place? Exactly. There's so many reasons why you have, uh, for women, especially biological clock, you know, societal pressure, cultural pressure, familial pressure. There's so many things. And so if those are put to the side, what do you want, you know? And what are you willing to maybe sacrifice to be with this person? And you really have to think long and hard because a sacrifice is not something you take lightly.
0: Exactly. Right?
1: Because waiting, um, you know, especially women, after a certain age, you know, you get to your um, mid thirties, late forties, if you haven't had a child yet, it becomes increasingly less likely you know, and it's not something I'm trying to discourage when I'm 35, I have a kid, Um, but it's kind of come to my, I I personally have said, you know what, Margo, if, if that's not meant for you right now, Mm -hmm. and to me, I'm not trying to pressure myself and just fall into something and say, Hey, you know what? Well, this person wants to have a baby right now. That's not, that's not where I personally, personally am at am but there are people who are and there's nothing wrong with that if that is your goal if your goal really is to have a family you you can't that's not something you could sacrifice i feel and you're gonna need to have
0: your partner with you alongside you and yes if he isn't there with you it's just gonna end up in another train wreck i'm sad to say it will it will kind of like bring up the pain and the hurt and the arguments time and time and time and time again. And that's one thing that you need to understand is that should you get back with your ex, if the reasons are correct, you know, if you've resolved, I think there's two things here. Resolving whatever issues that you've had for the reason of your breakup, you have to resolve that first. Truly Um, resolve
1: them, yeah. Truly resolve them. It can't be like a (laughs) Band-Aid, you know. It can't just yeah. be this, yeah, we're okay. We got over it. Like, wait, so how did you get over it? Are you exactly. happy with this With this resolution? Are you both truly happy with it?
0: Exactly. And then the you second part is that. your timeline. And that's what you yeah. were talking about. I think that you need to understand why is it you want your timeline like so and why does it that he mm-hmm. wants his timeline like so. Those things are going to kind of like let you and him work together as a couple as partners to really work on the relationship. But I think you have to go through the first hurdle first is really resolving whatever reason you guys broke up. Um, Because if that's not resolved, uh, it's not going to work out, you're Mm -hmm. always going to bring back that resentment, that hurt, that pain, whatever it is, you're always Mm -hmm. going to feed right into it and bring it back up. Use it again. Remember this, remember that. When you're going into another relationship or a, new, a renewed relationship with your ex, you need to be able to let go of the past. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes what I see um, couples struggling with reconnecting with their ex is that they tend to always go back. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. What wasn't working. But the reason why you both broke up in the first place wasn't was because that wasn't working. So Mm -hmm. why are you using that time period as a point of reference or in, oh, but you used to be so nice. And we used to have all these great things, except for this one thing. But yeah, but that was the reason why you broke up. For example, I have a client wherein she and her ex rekindled they're they're great together again but she keeps on bringing up the past and it's it's bringing up a lot mm-hmm. of kind of ill feelings, intense
1: emotions yeah yes. because yeah. because it's like
0: why can't we just move forward why mm-hmm. does it always have to be oh and, and it's not the negative feelings to from her ex it's actually her own she's
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: she's not, she feels the remorse the regret of the words that she said during the first mm, breakup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: now and she's like walking on eggshells. So you have mm, to not be walking on eggshells when you reconnect with your ex in order to figure out your timelines together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You have to stay true to what you want for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the biggest biggest part, you know. It's one thing to find out if if their timeline has changed, but it's right. also very important to ask yourself is it my timeline that's being more adjusted? Is it something that I do want to adjust? Mm-hmm. How do I stay true to what I want for myself without uh, jeopardizing the future I envisioned for me? Right. You know, um, and also it's the thing is, is that it gets so easy to disregard, right? Disregard those, those things, those, the timelines. And I'm, I'm glad that this person brought it up. That means that it's something that's been on their mind. Um, But it's easy to kind of put those things like timelines on the back burner because of the feeling, because of the connection, you know, because, you know, we laugh together and we have deep conversations and we're able to get vulnerable with each other. And while those are very, very important things, you have to ask yourself, prioritizing everything. What are your values for Mm -hmm. the relationship? you know, and what do you truly want for you? Um, If this is someone who can't give you um, a marriage and kids anytime soon, um, and it's so far off your own personal timeline, you really have to stay true to you. You know, it's it's difficult, it's difficult, but yeah, it's a lot of things you have to reflect on. Timelines are essentially
0: your goals is how I want you to view them. They're your Mm -hmm. goals for yourself um short term long term it depends on it doesn't matter it, but it, it they are milestones. your goals they're milestones yeah. and you have to be aligned with your partner for you to have effective an effective relationship Absolutely. I think that that's the most important thing to do so you have to align that it's and you know what if you have that conversation and it's going to be a difficult conversation again you know it's it's are we aligned with our um, with our goals? If they are, mm-hmm. then great. If they aren't, then you know what? You you might have to say, you know what? Even if we reconnect, we're not going to connect. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. they both don't have the same goals.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So uh, communicate and resolve whatever you can. Yes. If you can't, then maybe you shouldn't um reconnect <laughs> with this person entirely and that's okay. That's okay.
0: Exactly. And then figure out what you both want for yourselves moving forward. So yeah. it's it's like if you look at it, you're fixing the past, packing it up, mm-hmm. and then looking at the for uh the at uh, the future and seeing if your futures are aligned. Yes. Right. Um so important.
1: And that's what brings page. you in the
0: present. <laughs> that's yeah. so weird. It's just, it's like a whole like stream of t- the, the time because you have history with this person so you have to be able to really work
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: accord- with each other in terms of fixing that stream of time that you both yes. have yes. Um, and I guess work accordingly with that so fix the past align the future but the very moment and understand the now I don't know if that made mm-hmm. sense but does that make sense?
1: <laughs> that does make sense. You know, be aware, be aware of what you both want right now, you know, um, and where you're, you know, where mm. your head out, where their head is at to put in the effort to make it work, you know, um, because maybe both of your timelines lines have adjusted for each other. Right. And that is wonderful effort for both people to consider. But you really have to accept that this this is a decision you've made. And they have to accept this is a decision that they've made so that they know that this isn't something that you feel resentful for later on. Yes. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So really make sure that you're not going in there completely disregarding your own values and your, your own timeline.
0: And I think that's pretty much it. Just don't push aside your values and also don't push aside your partner's or your ex's values just Mm -hmm. to make it work that's the Mm -hmm. that's the most reckless thing to do to jump into a relationship for is to just say hey you know what screw the timeline screw it all i love Mm -hmm. you that is not how it's that's not how it works and that's not how it's going to work so again it's 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 aligning those and we can't drive the point. You just really have to align. I think a lot of people struggle with that. And I don't know, Do you, I'm curious, I'm asking you as a coach, Well, why do you think people struggle with that?
1: Um, with not being able to stick to what they want and what their values are?
0: Yes, and as well as respecting their the other their person. Own. Yeah, no, They're... the other person's. So okay. sticking to their own and then respecting the other person's. People well, struggle with that a lot. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, a lot of people are, um, they're afraid, they're afraid that the relationship will end, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're afraid maybe too, that they're not worth being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So these little things that are their own truths, um, might be quote unquote, getting in the way of being in a relationship. Right um and so that's when i urge and and challenge people to ask themselves why are they in a relationship you know um and are you settling just for companionship when you know you actually are worth a whole lot more than that
0: exactly oh my gosh i love that you are worth right you're worth more than whatever like don't settle And you, it's also a disservice to whoever you're dating as well. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. if if you're not aligned and you're just forcing it to happen for him or her, yeah, it's not worth both your times.
1: Yeah, and
0: yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: I was just gonna say because you you asked like, why do I feel as a relationship coach, people do this? Uh Um, People have a difficult time one remembering their values and two, you know, really remembering and and i guess respecting at the end of the day their partner's values um or in this case their exes yeah um and it's because it they've been conditioned right we Ah. we, we grow up to see the way relationships could be and um or should be with our parents or whomever raised us or whatever close relationship that we're our role models as a young kid. And when we get older, we start to see the struggles behind it. We start to see um, other people's behavioral patterns and we adjust to that and we start to mimic it. And that's just how we are as humans. You know, we kind of, again, mimic things and feel like, okay, well, they did that. Maybe mom and dad did that or grandma, grandpa did that. Um, And we feel that's how we should be doing it too. Um, but unless we, you know, unless we shift that and notice that, okay, that didn't work out actually, (laughs) you know, maybe, you know, like, and, and just understanding that, okay, maybe they're together, but that's not the healthiest of relationships. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be using that as a reference on how I should be behaving. Right. And so it's stuff like that. So If someone is scared and not respecting, maybe just maybe that's something that they saw growing up and they felt, okay, this is what I need to replicate.
0: I mean, it's so easy for us to take only the good parts of the things of the relationships that we see. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. now that you've said that, maybe I I see why, you know, I see Mm -hmm. why people do have that frustration that they feel that they have to settle or they can't accept the fact that, oh, why can't you just work out? Because, you know, Mm -hmm. you already see, like, let's say, if your parents have a loving relationship, um, you already see the finished product. You didn't see like- The work behind it. Exactly. You did not see the work behind it. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of, there's a lot of communication that doesn't always, and maybe your parents will argue in front of you and fight in front Mm. of you. Um, and maybe you just see that. Right. Right. Maybe that is so, um, focused and zoomed in on, you know, maybe, maybe one of your parents complain about the other one, you Mm -hmm. know, there, there's so many factors behind it, but, um, and and truly, at the end of the day, that's what it takes to be in a a strong relationship ad, um, adversity and right. and those uh, bumps along the road, getting through those bumps. Um, right. But there's always a, a better way to communicate. And while maybe your parents did well for decades, you know, <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean that people are going to be okay with uh, being in a relationship in you handling things the same right. way. Right. It's not, you know, whoever you end up with, isn't a replica of your mom or your dad. Right. So you have to learn how to communicate with them because it's not your mom or your dad you're communicating with.
0: I agree. You know, I think that, but then, you know, that's funny that you mentioned that because there is, there are studies that show that you usually find partners that replicate. Oh Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, the yeah. traits
0: of your parents. So
1: yeah.
0: it's funny. Yeah. So, you, but you really do have to understand that they they are not your parents, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you are not your parents as well. A lot of yeah. a lot of people are so afraid of repeating the mistakes that their parents make, mm-hmm. or not living up to the same relationship their parents have and Mm -hmm. that's something that you have to do so again this this boils down to you know and this influences your timeline and that brings us back to the whole understand how do you understand your timeline if you're confused Um, because I think that this is gonna you know if this person is listening to this podcast she's gonna be like okay great but how do I figure out my timeline and I think Mm -hmm. you, you mentioned it very briefly earlier take away the familial pressure the societal pressure, the cultural pressure, and just focus on you. That's that's the perfect time to be selfish. I mean, um, it's not to, even selfish. Yeah, go ahead. I'm
1: going to talk about a movie that you refuse to watch. It's called The Notebook. And Noah and Allie, uh-huh. they are arguing in front of um, their his truck or something. And then uh-huh. he says... What do you want? And she's like, oh, I don't I know. know. You know, <laughs> you know that part. And this he is like, meme. What you... Yeah, he's like, What do you want? Forget what your mom's, your parents are saying, your friends are saying. What do you want? You know, right. and that's the part that I always like start crying at because it's right. so true. You know, and I think that resonates to so many people because no matter if you're a man, a woman, whatever, there are pressures for you. Exactly. you know there there are things that we feel and we we feel we need to um live up to like a standard or mm. a checklist or you know whether it's a timeline or um if you personally need to be financially stable to be in a relationship exactly. or yeah you know or if you I've, I guess have spread your oats before you even, you know, uh, got into a serious Mm relationship. Have I explored and have I been adventurous enough before settling down? Like there's so many pressures that come at you in so many different ways. And you just have to ask yourself, do I, will I succumb to the pressure, the outside pressure, or am I going to sit down and really find out what it is I want for myself, despite all the noise?
0: Okay. So, I like that
1: I like yeah that. I like that so yeah Josh I think no
0: is that the key takeaway there that no, is okay. the key takeaway <laughs> no but I think that 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 should be a good I think that was a good like way to answer her very loaded multi-part question <laughs> um which is whether to get back with her ex or not and you know how she how she can do it and also you know how do they align the timelines? And I guess yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's to resolve the past with your ex focus on the, now align your futures, but with regards to your future, know what you want Absolutely. and know what he wants as well. And yeah. that's going to lead you to hopefully a very good relationship in the end.
1: Yeah. yes, Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're just trying to prevent Ship from happening
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> really because you know if it's pre- i think that a lot of relationship problems are preventable mm-hmm. they really are mm-hmm. they really yeah. are if you just kind of like take a step back a lot of people have the even if you aren't if you don't think you are a lot of people act upon their emotions which is completely understandable but mm-hmm. You really just had to take a step back and reflect for yourself and for your partner. Give time for yourself, give time for the relationship and emotions to subside, and then return. And that's how you act with more mindfulness in a relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um that, that's just my two cent on, that yeah. So yeah. Okay. First one done. Second one now. Mm. This one's a thin one. Again, the thin ones are straight to the point. Ooh. Dating gender queer people, what if your partner is bisexual or pansexual? How do I cope with that? Is the question. Um, cope
1: cope with Yeah. It. So they, uh, they sound like they're not completely comfortable with it.
0: Their partner, not you. Yeah. Like
1: yeah, 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 Their partners they're, they're not yeah, they're not completely comfortable with their partners being Sexu- bisexual sexuality. or pansexual. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that this is I don't know this is this is so loaded um and i think it's a very timely question as well um you know Margaret, what are your thoughts on this what would you like to say to this person how do you cope with this um what are your suggestions your advice
1: okay this well person?
0: they're in a relationship as i'm assuming because being being
1: a heterosexual you know uh-huh. i only have so much i could say um i feel but you know at the end of the day you have to ask yourself why do you feel you need to cope Mm. Right, right, and get get to why you feel this way. Like, what? Where is that rooted in? Um, what emotions are behind you feeling the need to cope? Are you confused? If you're confused, um, research, ask questions, right. find out as much as you can about bisexuality, about pansexuality, so that you're not as confused. Are you sad? ask yourself, what makes you sad about it? You know, do you feel that with more options for this person (laughs) with more options because, you know, they don't have a specific preference. So it's not a man or a woman, it's uh, just anyone really. Um, Why does that make you sad? Do you feel that with more options for them, um, they're more likely to leave you, you know, or find Mm. someone better. So that plays in on defectiveness and abandonment and you know ask yourself okay well why am i feeling abandoned why do i feel um not good uh, enough
0: replaceable. not good enough
1: exactly um unlovable acceptable, etc so those are two things off the top of my head um well not two things but one thing but in different you know right forms you know and Yeah, I think really just uncovering what it is that you're feeling. Um, Because oftentimes we're not, we're really confused, extremely confused when we don't know how to connect to our feelings and why we feel a certain way. And so um, whether it's confusion and you could just be more aware Mm -hmm. of what it means to be um, uh, pansexual or bisexual, Then, or if it's actual emotions, like you feel like, okay, no, I'm sad. Why am I sad? Right. No, I'm, I'm scared. Why am I scared? You know, get through that so that you can have a talk with your partner and, and reflect for yourself. um, Hey, I'm feeling this way. You know, your sexuality is something completely new to me, apparently. Mm -hmm. And um, it makes me feel X, Y, Z. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to understand it better so I don't feel this way and so the the only way you're going to be able to have a question uh, a conversation like that with your partner and the only way you're going to be able to um cope
0: mm-hmm. you know uh
1: with someone of a different sexuality is to really identify how you feel about their sexuality right, first, right? I like that now if there's if there's any like anger behind it, really, you really need to find out sooner, you know, like re- I challenge you because, um, it's going to be very, very difficult moving forward. You know, if right. you're bottling up this anger, if you bottle up any emotions, it's going to be difficult, but anger specifically, it's going to be very difficult for it Needs your, to be addressed. Yeah. And, and your partner, you know, you don't want that person to feel a certain way, you know, but anger's. Usually, I I believe a secondary emotion. I
0: think that that's usually coming from. Why are you just telling me this now? Kind of that. That's a question, right? Mm. Um, So, if this is a, if this, if your partner's sexuality is just coming up now, then maybe that's a whole different, um, definitely, um, conversation that you have to have with him or her. Um,
1: Well, did you watch uh, Love Is Blind?
0: I love is blind love is blind yes love, love is blind, is
1: blind. Yeah, yeah it was like one of the quarantine hits of uh, reality right, right. shows the reality okay uh, okay
0: yeah right.
1: and there was um this one guy he and, oh, and the right. premise of the show right the premise What's of the name? show for those who haven't ah, i forgot
0: his name. is it q no his name wasn't q
1: oh now i need to look it up
0: i know but the premises of the show, you were saying, I know this show is basically you get to know the other person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, not based on how they look. But mm-hmm. on their personality and how you Carlton, connect with Carlton. Them. Carlton. There we go. Carlton. 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 So there is
1: Carlton. Yeah. yeah, and he um, he proposes to Diamond before they yes. meet each other. You know, they they're they're in pods and they switch off talking to each other and after at, a series the end, of
0: dating, by the way, it's just not like a yeah. random like I'll, I'll propose yeah. to you kind of deal. Yeah, there.
1: and so after so many quote unquote dates, not having seen each other in person, Carl decides to propose to Diamond. Right. She Accepts, they meet each other. And I think maybe during their second time seeing each other outside of the pod, he right. ends up telling her that he has dated men in the past. Right. And she was completely just like, whoa, where did that come from? Overwhelmed
0: by it. I oh, remember extremely that Extremely overwhelmed.
1: Yeah. And she felt that that was that should have been something that she was made aware of. Before Especially
0: and she tried, yeah, <laughs> the point is, is, of the, the pot. yeah.
1: <laughs> and she was, and he, he felt that you know this isn't any anyone's business. This is my my life, and this is me, right? You know. And then I believe she was trying to understand, and you know, the night that he told her, she was trying to understand it better, mm-hmm. and um, he kind of was very defensive about it, right. Yeah. And that's kind of where she felt disrespected and just like walked away or something like that. Anyways, at the end of the day, it was someone not being um, upfront about their uh, uh, sexuality. sexuality. Yeah. And the other person being extremely shocked about it. So that's kind of a scenario.
0: I think that that scenario, that specific scenario with Carlton diamond I completely forgot about this already, but right? it's a good example because Carlton reacted the way he did possibly because of the way other people have treated him about treated his him. sexuality yep. coming out, right? Um, yep. Diamond, I don't think she was reacting because she was, you know, she was a homophobe or she didn't Mm-mm.
1: like,
0: I don't think she did. She was, I think that she was, she was surprised. Frustrated. She was yeah. more angry, not because mm-hmm. of him being bisexual or was it bisexual? I think he was, he said bisexual, yeah. but because he did not tell this to her
1: Yeah,
0: at the get go during the pods, because again, yeah. the premise of the, of the show was you get to know each other first before you mm-hmm. commit to somebody. And he kept that as a secret. And I think that's where she was coming from. That was where her anger was. That's why, you know, we got to this part of the conversation because I, I, you mentioned that, you know, anger is a secondary emotion. If you feel angry, understand why. Is it Mm -hmm. because you feel like your partner lied to you for so long and didn't really tell you? Um, Mm -hmm. Or is it because you're just, you know, sad to say there are people who are afraid of gender queer people, Mm -hmm. fully queer people as well. So maybe that's that's just not your values, and I, you know, we I respect that. But you know, hopefully, you can get enlightened by this. Um, but it maybe that's something that you have to realize: where is your anger coming from, and what, wh- where is like, where is that stemming? Uh, where's mm-hmm. the root cause of that? Yeah. Um, and then I think the other part is that you have to also understand um, what it means to be bisexual and pansexual um mm-hmm. there is a very very common misconception and i can speak for this because i identify as pansexual um that uh, pansexual so you, bisexual, you like
1: you like pans i love pots but what, what about pots <laughs> <laughs> that well, joke slow cookers. Cookers.
0: <laughs> old joke margo that that is like
1: i'm horrible
0: bad joke <laughs> no but i think the biggest misconception about um pansexual and bisexual people dependent by people uh, identifying people is that they are promiscuous that is yeah. oh my gosh that is a stereotype that i hope that people can start yeah. taking away well
1: here here's the i think there's a difference between assuming that they're promiscuous uh-huh. and assuming that there are more options because there are more options
0: there are more options Right, and if you're and, afraid and I think of more options, that is more about you, you. than exactly. your partner because absolutely that possible insecurities that could be mm-hmm. possible. Your, uh, you know, again, the defectiveness that you have, abandonment issues, etc., etc., mm-hmm. you yeah. have to resolve on your
1: own, exactly.
0: But if you know, if it's an issue of promiscuity, it's not, it shouldn't be because
1: mm-hmm. that doesn't a heterosexual mean, could be a hoe, too. Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, and can I just say th- this, this question, this question is how do I deal with somebody who is bisexual or pansexual? Isn't just a question that is asked by heterosexuals. I have had a client who is lesbian and she mm-hmm. is, she was struggling. She was my former client. I haven't talked to her in a while. I miss her. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> uh,
0: she was dating a girl who was bisexual, who identified as bisexual. And Mm -hmm. she was struggling with her girlfriend's um, bisexuality because there was that fear of being replaced. And, you know, we were talking about and we were discussing, we were trying to work on that fear of hers, that that's Mm -hmm. yours. That's not on her. You know, if your partner is telling you that she is committed to you and she hasn't shown any sign of being promiscuous, although there was a sign of promiscuity um, with, uh, with another girl. Um, but um, if there are, there is no sign of that promiscuity, then you shouldn't, maybe it is about yourself rather than your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to not-
1: get past what you're struggling with. Exactly. You know, And really, really reflect on what it is you are struggling with. And um, I, I've heard, I've heard that in the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. community, that a lot of the, the L's and the G's have a difficult time, really um, understanding what, right. like, you know, this is what you're talking about, right? It, you know, your client who's lesbian, had a difficult time with someone who's pansexual. And I think the challenge for them there is to see it's not just black and white that it's not just because you are a man attracted to other men doesn't mean that there are men out there who are attracted to men and women or whomever you know trans etc um and it's it's not an easy um thing to understand you know it takes it takes a lot of empathy um if you're not used to it you know maybe you grew up just knowing that, and, and maybe it took a while for you to accept that you're gay. Right. Right. So to even think of something, to another level of gay, you know, like another, you know, another <laughs> element, level. you know, it's an- another level. <laughs> you know, that, you know what I'm talking about. But you know, there, to to um, start learning that there's because look, this this is all new. This is still all very new. Even mm. if homosexuality and gender queerness has been around forever, um, to talk about it and be so open about it is still very new. Right, For society. and so while cer- certain people are struggling with um accepting who they are as a, a, homo- a homosexual or a lesbian, there's so many other aspects that don't just stop. you know right. the, so many aspects of the lgbtqia community that don't just stop at homosexuality, and, and that's why there's a is lesbianism sign. a word? Yeah. I do not know
0: Margo, but is
1: I do know lesbianism that- a
0: word? Oh my god. I'm not sure. I'm, well, <laughs> I, I'm not What? Well, I, I mean gayness is, it a, is word. a word. <laughs> it is it it's is a, a word. word. Lesbianism I love is it. a word. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: So <laughs> your lesbianism and your gayness mm-hmm. doesn't it, yeah. th- it doesn't stop there. Um yeah. I guess there's another yeah. level. There's more to that. And I think that's why there is a plus in the LGBTQIA plus um, yeah. um, label because there's, it, it really defines all kinds of love. And I, you know what, just to clarify, and maybe this person is listening right now, you know, what is the difference between a pansexual person and a bisexual person? I'm um, just oh, yeah. putting it out there. A pansexual person, um, sees that, that, uh, identifies as a person who can love Another person regardless of their gender identity or mm-hmm. whether they're born with it or they've transitioned into a trans man or a trans woman so mm-hmm. that means a, a pansexual person can fall in love with a trans man or a trans woman as opposed or a to man a, or a, woman. Or a man or a woman yeah. yeah as opposed to a bisexual person who so only sees it as gender binary which man is man or woman a
1: man yeah or woman.
0: um yeah. so that, that just so you guys have that your distinction. What is the difference between pan and bi? Um, mm-hmm. You know, bi, I mean, binary, it's a quick way to remember that binary is two things, man and woman, as opposed to pan, which means everything like pandemic is worldwide. So it's yeah. all inclusive. Um,
1: or when you make a stir fry in a pan, it's a whole lot of ingredients. I
0: have no clue if that's real. Please do not take Margot's example as a, is a good way to align. And cause you also just fry one egg in a pan and that's just one. That's true. So, so not a good not, not a good analogy. Um but, but if it's
1: scrambled, then it's all sorry, let me stop.
0: It's still an egg, Margot. You just mixed it up and, and if you put it up
1: seasoning and salt and pepper. There you go. On
0: Maybe it. there, there you go. You are putting things inside the pan, but it can also be a walk. <laughs>
1: You're walk sexual.
0: <laughs> your walk sexual. <laughs> but I think that it's it's about understanding that. And you said it first. I think that was a great thing that you brought up when you first talked about this. Was is it confusion? Are you confused? Do you need clarity? So if you are confused and that's why you you're not able to cope or deal with this, talk to your partner. Maybe that's mm-hmm. going to give you that sense of certainty that sense of um, kind of like assuredness that mm-hmm. an awareness of who your partner is, who yeah. they are as a person, who their sexuality, yeah. what their sexuality really means to them. And I kind of just say, you know what? Like I said, promiscuity, uh, bisexuality and pansexuality does not equate to pr- promiscuity. Mm-hmm. And as I myself- I, I, Just I in like, Gabe's case. In my case, I like to commit to somebody Right. If I'm in a relationship, I'm committed to you, nobody else. Um,
1: and I could, I could, I could, uh-huh. um, I guess, co-sign because I've seen Gabe in committed, <laughs> really, you know, like I've seen it, I've seen and it. They've, He's not they've
0: lasted pretty long. Um, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not hoeing up. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. You're not just going every which way. and you know what, if that's where you are in your life, we're not judging you. Right. Right. Well, there's nothing to say. There's a difference between,
0: you know, hoeing and up, as you just said, and I said, but also just like appreciating the beauty and amazingness yeah. and hotness of another person. Like that yes. doesn't mean that I'm going to jump ship and leave mm-hmm. you.
1: Yeah. It
0: just means that, oh, that person is hot, you know. Yeah. Brad Pitt is hot, or like Chris Evans is hot, but so is Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. or like somebody out Margo, there. Margo, like, yeah. Margo absolutely. is so hot, you know. With, so <laughs> I think that that that's really that's really just like the way it's a good way to come to terms with that fear as well. If you're afraid yeah. that oh, that means that you know he or she is more inclined to see other people as more attractive and have more competition. No, I think of it just as you know what if you're dating a pan or a bi person my you know I will say this you are hot enough to lock that person down Mm -hmm. and that should be like an ego boost because oh wow this person is choosing me despite the fact that yeah
1: exactly yeah
0: it's not just 50 percent of the population that you're going up against you're going up against like everyone and Mm -hmm. um, that that that's just like a little ego boost for you maybe that you just need to hear that you know what trust your partner at the end of the day it's about trusting her or him as well absolutely and yeah just understanding that look if my partner says that they're committed to me right now then they are committed to you Um mm-hmm. if you can't trust him or her then those are issues that you have to kind of like address. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah. that's not even about the topic anymore. That's just on, you know, that's just baseline being in a relationship. Why can't you trust your partner? Like, like you said, yeah. being in a heterosexual relationship, you can have mistrust as well and feel yeah. like, you know, your partner is sleeping, he's or she's sleeping with so many different people. So it really Mm -hmm. isn't a factor of your sexuality, but it's more of a factor of how you're coping with it. Mm -hmm. But um, I think there's another,
1: there's another kind of um, outlook. Like if they, you know, if this was something that their partner just like sprung up on them after maybe months or something of dating, Mm -hmm. um, but they've, I mean, I would hope that your partner knows you well enough to get in a relationship with you to know that you're like not homophobic. Right. That would be weird. Right. Oh um, but you know, sometimes like we, we, I, with my clients, I share with them, there's a sales pitch when it comes to dating and we all do it and we don't even realize that we're doing it, you put your best but foot forward. we all, exactly. You put your best foot forward because you want to be able to reel in that fish. You want to be able to get that customer to buy that used car that you're just, right. <laughs> you're I trying to sell. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when it comes to this, like hopefully, um, you're not putting your best foot so forward that you're convincing them that you would be accepting of of um, more than you probably would be accepting, you know? So if there's an aspect of, you know, well, I'm actually very Christian or very, very religious and it's not practiced in my, my methodology. Yeah. You know, that's something that you really have to come to terms with and find out how much you, you, we've said this in a, um, in one of our first, I think our first episodes, um, you have to find out and and check out that first episode, by the way, guys, you know, if you haven't watched it (laughs) I've listened to it, I think
0: that was veganism.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And inner faith. Um, but if you're someone who doesn't identify too strongly within their faith, then maybe it's something that you can, uh, work through. If it's something that you really feel very stern about, but you find it so conflicting because you've allowed yourself to fall for someone, not knowing this about Uh them take, take time for yourself. It's okay for you to figure things out. You know, it's okay for you to start, um, weighing out, uh, the possibilities, the probabilities and weighing out what you want for yourself. You know, I think that's the theme for today. What do you want for yourself? Do you want to be in a relationship with someone, um, who identifies, uh, you know, as a a pansexual or a bisexual? the best way to find out if you are willing to do that is find out again, what it means to be bisexual, what it means to be pansexual, and find out what it is your um, partner's values are in a relationship. What do they want? Hey, what's their timeline? You know, (laughs) all these things um, just so that maybe you could feel a a lot more certainty rather than uncertainty in the relationship. And
0: I think that that's, that's, that's pretty much you know, it encapsulates it. It's understanding yourself as well. Um, yeah. But if you are angry, or especially, I mean, I feel bad. I feel for people who have gone through. You know, who, who will say that? Oh, but why did you just bring this up right now after, like, let's say, six months of dating? Yeah. Maybe he or she or they weren't comfortable telling you for whatever mm-hmm. reason, and that's another conversation. On. Maybe they yeah. And know.
1: also maybe they didn't identify that Whoa. way. Maybe they didn't know you know, exactly. um, or they couldn't put into words, you know, they, they, maybe they had all these feelings for different people. They couldn't really place it. I don't know and, how old this
0: person is. So what if you're just like a younger, let's say you're in your early teens or like, mm-hmm. like 19, 20, that's what I meant by early teens, by the way, <laughs> don't be dating. But if you're in your, like, if you're just starting to date and you're figuring things out, you know you have to give this other person some slack. Mm-hmm. Um don't be so quick to vilify them just because they they weren't comfortable in sharing early uh, on yeah. But even but I'd rather you feel privileged that this person has felt comfortable enough now at this moment to share with you yeah. their yeah. sexuality and their identity because that means that they trust you enough and yeah. hopefully you you know, much like, you know, um, much like Carlton, I hope that you mm-hmm. don't leave that kind of like trauma or like that bad taste in their mouth. Yeah, it might not mm-hmm. be your thing, but you can politely tell him that or her that. Yep, that, that look, like, yeah. as much as I, I I appreciate you telling me this, but I don't think I can be in a relationship with somebody who is, you know, a pansexual or bisexual. And that's mm-hmm. fine. I want you to know yep. that that's fine too. I don't want to... Yeah. I don't want to discount or, uh, you know, devalue your opinion because
1: mm-hmm.
0: those are your values, and mm-hmm. that's completely fine. Um, but what I don't want you as well to do is to discount this person's lifestyle and the way he chooses to love or she chooses to love because it doesn't go with yours. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so respect the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, find out what you're feeling and why you feel the need to cope, um, Mm -hmm. through this, you know, really get to the emotions that you're feeling and, and what could be triggering, um, you know, this, um, I guess anxiousness. Yeah. You know, and then talk it out with your partner, learn as much you can talk it out and see if that's really something that you want to explore and stick with and And we're wishing you the best of us. Yes, for sure. Yes. And we're wishing you the best of luck. That was a great topic. That
0: was an amazing, like really eye-opening topic. Um, yeah. I hope a lot of people learned a lot. If you're just listening and you, you're just, you know, hearing about this right now, then hopefully you walk away with something new and you get to yeah. start thinking about this. Pro- because who knows, You, if you're single right now and you find somebody who identifies as pan or bi, then at least now you know the answer to your question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's, that's that's just something that hopefully you're walking away with. So thank you for all your questions. And again, don't forget to send in your questions over at mm-hmm. relationshiphappens at gmail.com and at happens underscore PH on Instagram and Twitter because that's where we get a lot of your questions from. And we appreciate all the love and the support that you have we're all um and don't forget we're also streaming on spotify and all the major um streaming outlets out there so wow margo Mm -hmm. look at us 2021 (laughs) (laughs) one big
1: yeah and we'll see you guys in the next episode